0: It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament, where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. Today in the Word, we are in John chapter number 4. Jesus moves from an intimate encounter with a religious leader in John chapter 3 to a very public meeting with an outcast woman of Samaria in John chapter 4. And so I love these shifts in scene and shifts in personnel. Uh, or people that Jesus is dealing with throughout the Gospel of John, because it just really illustrates the truth of the Gospel, that it's the Gospel of belief, where it says over in John 20, these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name, and just really encapsulates even the teaching of John 3.16, for God so loved the world, the idea is the whole world there. So you got the religious leader in chapter 3, you got the outcast woman in chapter 4, I just love Christ's Heart and openness to all kinds of people because all kinds of people need Christ. Everyone needs Christ for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god and so that's where the message goes man if the message is needed by everyone the message needs to go to everyone and i love that being put on display by jesus christ you see he's coming to this woman at samaria in john chapter 4 and just little background the samaritans were despised by the jews they were hated by the jews so you got this samaritan and she's a woman which the men wouldn't have given much Uh, time to in that day, not in this kind of encounter. She was a woman that had, uh, man, had had five husbands before. Now she was living with a sixth man that she wasn't married to. She was even an outcast among the Samaritans. She's at the well at the time of day when the women didn't usually go to the well. But you know what? Jesus was at the well when no one else was at the well. And that's where we are as Christians. And we need to show up in the lives of people when no one else is showing up in their lives. And when others have given up on them, we don't give up on them. Because we realize that the message of Jesus Christ, that gospel, that is the power of God, the salvation to everyone who believes. And so that's where we find ourselves. So we have this context of Jesus with this woman at the well and he's talking with her and he starts asking her about her life. And he talks about her husband, and she says, well, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, you're right, you don't. You've had five, and the one you now have is not your husband. So you get the sense that this woman starts feeling very uncomfortable with this conversation and where it's going. And so in verse 19, she tries to deflect. And the woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Yeah, you think so? Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship, you know not what, we know what we worship, because salvation is of the Jews. But I love this, verse 23, But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth." Now notice this woman's deflection. She says, Sir, I perceive you're a prophet, and then she starts talking about religion. And she starts talking about the difference of opinion about worship, or the place of worship really. Very external between her people and the Jewish people, but she does something here she said our fathers worshiped in this mountain she said but you say now it's interesting because the word you there is is a plural it's inclusive so generally speaking she's talking about the opinion of the Jews about where to worship and the Jews believe worship is in Jerusalem and the Samaritans believed it was right there but her you included Jesus you say it's all of you jews it's them and it is personally you jesus so she makes a statement that's an assumption about how not just the jews but about how jesus thinks about the place of worship and as i was reading this and i'm looking at jesus talking with this woman and i'm seeing this woman has this assumption about the faith that jesus had and about his beliefs and it just reminded me you know as we live our christian faith each day among people at work or in our family our neighborhoods these places the people that we come in contact with every day they have all kinds of assumptions about our faith many of their assumptions are not accurate at all i remember years ago in Sefner, there was a little restaurant called mary's miracle kitchen on 92. it was like a double wide uh, modular building and uh, it's not there now, I think it's a pizza place now, but I was in there one morning, I went in there to have breakfast, and I was sitting there by myself at a table, I'm eating breakfast at Mary's Miracle Kitchen, and a table or two over, there was this woman and these three men sitting there, and she was definitely the leader of the conversation. And so she's going on and on, waxing eloquent to these men about what the Bible says about women, and how the Bible is disrespectful of women, And she was making these outlandish statements about what the Bible said that were not true at all. So I'm sitting over there trying to mind my own business, eating my breakfast, and I just couldn't take it any longer. So I finished my breakfast, I walked over to the table, and I said, you know, everything you just said about the Bible is absolutely incorrect. That is not what the Bible teaches about women. And I started kind of blasting her, and I just walked out of the place. You see, the people in our lives, family, workers, neighbors, have all sorts of opinions about what Christians believe. Just like this woman I met, just like this woman at the well. She said, Jesus, you think people ought to do this. It's not what Jesus thought at all. And so, Jesus' his response, I love it. And by the way, his response was not all like my response. And part of what I'm going to get to in just a minute is my response was absolutely the wrong way to respond. In my zeal, in my immaturity, in my whatever, wanting to be right, prove a point, be bold. I don't think it was the right way to respond because my goal was really to correct her. It In no way was trying to guide her or lead her in a different direction because I said and kind of unloaded my truth and walked out of the building. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus said to her in verse 21, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when you will neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You know what Jesus says? He says, Woman, believe what I'm saying here because what you're saying isn't true because whether it's this mountain or Jerusalem, we're at the point now where that's not what's really happening. And then he goes on in verse 23 and he says, The hour comes and now is. When the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth and i love this for the father seeks such to worship him so he says true worshipers their worship of god is not about the place it's not about the location it's not about the style it's about the spirit he said the time has come now And why was it now? Because Jesus, the fulfillment of every type of the temple, was now there. And he came with the true gospel, and he was about to give his life as a sacrifice for sin. And he was telling this woman, real worship takes place in your spirit, not in your ritual. Now, does that discount having a place to worship? No. I think the Bible teaches that Christians should have regular times of united worship with others that they have covenant together in faith in a local church. But I don't think the building itself is the sacred place at all. The sacred place is the heart of the believer and when they unite together, man, whether it's in an auditorium, whether it's under a tree, whether it's in a crystal cathedral, the thing that makes it worship is the hearts that come into that place not all the trappings that we would um, seem to get caught up in so jesus acknowledges her belief and then builds a bridge to truth and where does he build that bridge to he doesn't build it to his tradition he doesn't build it to the jewish ways he builds a bridge to the gospel he builds a bridge to the message of salvation and and he takes it from at best her misunderstanding or at worst her criticism and he turns it to a teachable moment of what the lord truly desires and what does god truly desire worship what's the ultimate end of our mission great sermon last sunday morning it's worship what is god looking for in people that come to faith in jesus christ better baptists more uh you know fully committed to a certain way no god is seeking worshipers the father seeks worshipers to serve him and so the application really is this my goal with others misunderstandings of my faith is not to correct it for correction's sake but to lead them to god I think about the woman at Mary's Miracle Kitchen. I have no idea who that woman is. Maybe you're listening today. I don't know who you were. Maybe you remember that moment. But I know this. My goal that day was to correct. It wasn't to introduce. and That's absolutely the wrong motive. This woman had a misunderstanding of Jesus' faith and position. She said, you say this. And she said, no, I don't. I don't at all. And Jesus turned her misunderstanding To an occasion of introducing her to the father's true motive and that's simply to be worshiped so the word for today is this start each day with the right focus yourself then you're going to be in the right frame of mind to point others in that direction as well so when i begin this day with worship in my own heart and when i begin this day with a focus on what the lord truly desires from me as his follower Now, I'm in the right frame of mind to point others to that which is most important as well. Worshiping the Lord through faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.